Hey, everybody. Giggity. Hey, y'all. Time to talk about Mandalorian once again on Oklahoma Life's, uh, what is this, Reviewed? Or shitty movie reviews, whatever we're calling this nowadays? You keep changing it. I don't know what it's called. (laughs) I'm just making it up as I go. Yeah, I like it. Uh, What was this episode called again? This one was... uh, The Reckoning. The Reckoning. Episode 7. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of The Mandalorian. This one... I feel finally shit happened. That's what I, I was like. He's going to like this because it's coming yeah. back around. And I mean, honestly, I really liked this episode. Yeah. Like I finally felt like I connected with the show. Oh, really? Yeah. It took that much together? Yeah. It only took seven episodes. <laughs> so, so I guess what aspect did you connect with in this episode versus kind of how everything else had played out? Or any other Star Wars you'd watched up to this point? I guess just with everything starting to circle back and really... Tie together. Tie together and become an actual Mm storyline. Like, it didn't just feel like a bunch of random stuff. That's what it had felt like before. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were a lot of things that I still was like, eh, it's not really totally my show, but I actually... I I mean, I really enjoyed... It was a good episode. The whole episode. So... That was a nice change for me. <laughs> so I think the uh, the interesting thing for me, you know, um, I really like that we had plot development. Like there was stuff that was going on. And we can jump into that in a second. Um, but I will say it, you know, I understand that the first, you know, or not the first, the, the previous three episodes were leading up to this episode, kind of what you guys talked about. Um, in the previous episode, that I prefer to say exactly what I talked about, but go ahead. Yeah, but you know, it it felt it, it felt kind of weird. You know, it's just like him writing back and like picking up all the dudes and like let's go kind of thing. Um, because, I was a little disappointed that he hmm. didn't pick up the chick, the little mechanic yeah, lady. Yeah, the little that mechanic was, lady. That, that, I was like, oh, he's gonna go get her, and then yeah. nope, it wasn't her. And I was like, mm, okay. Well, the thing I think that got me though is like the I have spoken dude was super anti. I'm not leaving my fucking planet thing, mm-hmm. and then like he's like, hey. I need your help. I'll pay you good. And he's like, okay. <laughs> but you can't pay me. <laughs> right, yeah. And it's like, the, he offered this once, and obviously, you know, there's a little bit more to it with the kid now involved, obviously. But um, it definitely seemed like that was a little bit of a, eh, okay. I have a theory about that. Would All you right. like to hear it? Yeah, let's hit it. I call it the Heinz theory. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, <laughs> so, Gully, what was his name? Gully. Yeah, well, the little, oh, the little guy. They uh, said it. Quill. Oh, yeah, yeah, Quill. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No rip off of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy there. Right. Yeah. Quill. <laughs> Stick to your own story. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Disney. Come on. Farvra. Uh, anyways, but yeah, so um, Quill, I believe that he was very much uninterested because there was no plot. There was no plan. It was just, hey, join my crew and sign up for whatever servitude. could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this had a point, a I need you, not right. an I want you. This right. is I cannot do this without you. It went from you're useful exactly. to Instead like, of I could use you to yeah. I have to have you. If right. I don't have you here, blah, blah, blah. So that mm-hmm. that to me was the switch and mm-hmm. the ask because the result was the same, but the motivation behind the methodology. it changed for yeah. Quill. And so because there was more to it, now he has theory. something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That makes he's, sense. he's interested now. Yeah, now he's got well, something to pay attention to. Well, and also there was to. probably like an end date. <coughs> I mean. 
Generally speaking, spoiler yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to spoil the <laughs> shit out of this anyways for anybody who doesn't listen. Hey, yeah, spoiler you, for everything that we do. We literally talk about the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking spoiler everything. So uh, let's jump into it then. Early on in the episode, um, you know, it definitely it had the good feel for, you know, him riding back to get the crew. Um, but let's talk about um, uh, Guy from Rocky. What's the guy's name? The actor? His actual name is Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. So uh, I don't know what his name is in this other than the lead bounty hunter of the guild. Yeah, they call him something. I can't remember yeah. what his name was. So he um, <laughs> reaches out, sends a message, obviously, to uh, Mando saying, hey, listen, this is going to stop until we kill the dude that has a, a thing for you. And since you didn't kill me, you know, let, let's team up and do this, right? And, you know, there was that little... Sn- snippet from the previous episode of the droid kind of putting that message back together do you remember that whenever in the previous episode the droid was trying to work mm-hmm. a message or whatever so it, it, you i know, was wondering if that was the same thing or not i think it was you know I, there's no real yes or no it wasn't right i couldn't tell from the words from the previous episode like it wasn't it was too choppy yeah, yeah so you're talking about at the end of the prisoner yeah Whenever the the droid, droid was, was the pilot was figuring out was the message, it out. yeah, yeah. So, I I believe that it was the old message. You think so? Yeah, I believe because okay. I think there was a few things that he said that I remembered right. him having played before. I don't think it was a new correspondence. Okay, so he reaches out and he says, "Hey, listen, you spared my life. I'm still alive. Surprise!" Which. I think Mando knew that he was alive because to this point, other than Jawas, he hasn't killed anybody really on purpose um, other than Jawas, in which case, are Jawas not people in his eyes? Like, is that some kind of, um, I don't know what you want to call it. I know he was trying to save his ship, but like, oh no, I guess he killed a couple bounty hunters when they were after him whenever he was in that battle scene. But they oh, were yeah. directly, and he doesn't yeah. have he doesn't have a problem killing stormtroopers either. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you know he he obviously didn't want to kill him or whatever. So he says, "Hey, come back and we'll do this." So Mando takes a sweet ass time, travels to multiple planets to pick up this yeah. entire crew of people. So who knows what the actual time frame was? Point A to point B to point C to actually get back over to uh, you know the uh, bounty hunters. So. He does all of that. He picks everybody up, and they are all just pretty much like willing to go. What What do you guys feel on that one? Because I felt that was the uh, um, red flag for me for the episode. Like that was the only thing I didn't like is how easy it was to get everybody. Let's go, because everybody was like, "No, nah, I'm cool." And then you're talking about the two people that he added to his crew. Yeah. Okay. So because the chick was like, "All right, cool, I'm in." So as a ex military guy, yes. Do you or can you? recognize people that are willing to submit to authority generally yeah so i think what he did is he found a kinship with Mm like-minded people and what he did is in those moments he showed value to them gave them purpose because he had given them purpose and served them and even though it was just kind of in the story this that and the other i feel like he's repurposing like for quill Mm -hmm. he got rid of all those uh Mm -hmm. ruffians right and rapscallions um (laughs) he's all of a sudden a pirate i guess right (laughs) and then for uh the shock trooper Mm -hmm. um what he did for her is he gave her community and so what he did is instead of her being a lone person sitting Mm -hmm. there at the bar just everyone ignoring her she is now part of that bar fighting for giggles right just throwing that out there yeah no joke (laughs) and uh and then uh 
so she was welcomed and mm-hmm. brought into the community of fishermen. Right. And so he had given them each purpose right. in those times. So whenever he called on them, they were quick to answer. You know, and I get that um, because there's definitely that uh, hate, you know, this this is a purpose that, you know, calls to your previous life um, because that, that I get that. Um, but it was still, you know, a little bit interesting that they were just so easily pulled, which, I mean, obviously that's the entire lead up to this episode was you know, establishing all those backgrounds. And I felt, I don't know if it's because it's Disney owns Marvel, but it did try to pull that like Marvel movie thing, you know? And it's like, just all literally the guy's name's Quill. Yeah, I know. Like (laughs) it's literally like Marvel movie madness happening right now. And is that the new thing that everybody's doing? Cause it's not just Favreau. Like, no, well, and this was actually uh, not directed by Favreau. This was Deborah well, he's Chow. producing it. Yeah, yeah, he's so yeah, he, he wrote it. it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he wrote it. So this is the second episode mm-hmm. from Deborah Chow. Right. Um, so, She's the one that did Prisoner too, right? No, she didn't do Prisoner. She did episode two. Okay, okay. I believe. Still, that was a major episode. Uh, it it a good wasn't. Episode. It wasn't the sin. It was the one before it. I can't remember which yeah, one yeah. it was. But um, so to your point. I think he also has the ultimate trump card, mm-hmm. Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's like, oh, come help, Baby I Yoda! See Baby Yoda get killed. <laughs> a miserable bastard. No, yeah, I think man. it would be the most epic ending to a show ever. I know they got a second season. That's fine. Um, I want it to be Mando destroying the world and burning shit down. I want to see that. The second season? Yeah. They've announced that they're shooting it oh, right he, now. Well, he already started, like, I think he was finishing scripts in September. Yeah. Like they, yeah. Oh, they, wow. they had started casting in September, something along those lines. Yeah. They were already... No, I want to see him. I want to see Mando burn the world. Like, that would be fucking epic, dude. You know, because it, it goes from, you know, a man trying to protect and trying to be moral. And if, and if Baby Yoda goes down... Oh, game is off, dude. He's he becomes a you know he becomes Ghost Rider is what happens. So you're you're rooting for Denzel Washington, Man on Fire. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, like, but instead of him dying and Dakota Fanning living, you mm-hmm. want Dakota Dakota Fanning to get murked and yeah. then him just murder the entire countryside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, wow. hands down. So, anyways, let's get back to the episode because <laughs> my wants and dreams That's... are not going to happen. If if Baby Yoda got killed next episode, the world would riot right yes. now. Like that would be so fucking epic. But the world it would, would riot. It would break the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously, bounty hunter lead. He meets back up after getting everybody, and uh, he has his mercs, and they've got their mercs, and um, you know, it's kind of a standoffish so, kind so of what pull. Was your, what was your initial response to? Carl Weathers reaching out. Um, I trap. As soon as he called, I was like, I was like, it's trap. <laughs> Click. Yeah, no question. Uh, no on. question. Yeah, because yeah, what? You know, and even then, you know, it reminded me of George W. Bush, right? Uh, even whenever he was like, um, well, he's right, which he was. He had a good premise, you know, because you're you're being tracked not just by the Bounty Hunter Guild, but the guy that's paying the Bounty Hunter Guild, so it's not going to stop until the dude putting the mark out on you ends. Valid point. And he has enough resources to give you what he gave you mm-hmm. and still pay dudes. Yeah. So, super valid point. Like, I mean... That's the that's the entire reason. That's yeah. the the linchpin of this entire episode so is right that there. it was it was valid. That it, was, it was that literal catch twenty two. Yeah, like, you're like he's shit. not wrong, but he's gonna kill me. Yes, 
You know, so Mando knew he was walking into a trap. That's not a question. Yeah. Um, getting into that, I'm planning for a trap. That's why he had all the extra support and all of that. Yep. Um, so it was a smart move. Um, <coughs> the I think the crutch of the episode is so. <sighs> In typical movie fashion, like, what could go wrong at the campfire thing? And then <laughs> shit went wrong, like, immediately. Can and we not talk about the choke out first? Oh, dude, that was... I loved it. Yes. Um, I sent you that meme, right? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I'll put it for the picture for the, the episode. It's fine. There you go. Um, yeah, so the choke out was pretty fantastic. So when they were arm wrestling... And uh, little baby Yoda thought Yoda like he's in trouble. He was, yeah. yeah, he was struggling. He's like, I'm gonna help my boy with his struggle. Yeah, and he's like, choked a bitch. Uh-huh. You know, that was epic. You know, because that's like, that's the emotional tie. I think that's when my phone died the first time. Yeah, it was probably because I didn't see that. Oh, so uh, oh, he's Quill up. and the uh, shock trooper uh, were arm wrestling. No, 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 not Quill. No, not Quill. Mando. Uh, Mando I'm sorry. I um, saw that. Yes, yeah, so they then, were arm wrestling, know, and then died. Baby Yoda sticks a little hands up, gets a little angry, and chokes out the shock trooper. Yep. And oh. then, like, they all freak, and then Mando kind of looks over. He's like, oh, shit, the baby's doing it. And then picks up, like, no, 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 stop, That's stop, stop. Funny. Yeah. We're friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he, so he claims her as a friend. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. Like, uh-huh. He literally was moved emotionally to protect a friend. Right. And mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was gentle enough not to, like, Throw the baby across the room and be like, bad baby. Right, right. Which is probably what Brandon would have used. Like, no. shaking baby syndrome. Right, no. I mean, what, no. what is it? No. How do you want him to die exactly? No, I, I honestly think, <laughs> um, well, we'll get back to that another time. Sorry. So the interesting part, though, is that, um, you know, we don't we don't have a whole lot of info on the species that, that this baby is from, right? Literally none. Yeah. Right. But the only two representations we have is Yaddle and Yoda, right? Right. And uh, both of them on the light side, they lived forever, and they probably had some kind of good training. Sure. This baby is emotionally driven so far, which means that it still... It's a baby. Well... There was a lot of theory about the baby, um, like like the Yoda species are always on the on the uh, on the side of the light, not the dark side. Mm-hmm. You know, so when they're emotionally driven, that's dark side. You know, like choking somebody out, like and all that kind of stuff. That's dark right. side. Huh? So obviously, the baby hasn't developed itself very much, and I'll give it that. But it's it's very interesting. I would absolutely love. Um, to see a second spinoff after this Rise of Skywalker that has more, and it's like Dark Side Yoda. That would be legit too. Like if huh. Baby lives, I want to see Dark Side Baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be ridiculous. They could call him Dark Oda. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fanning. Dark Oda Fanning. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you're saying that using the Force to choke somebody is a straight? No, no, it's uh, emotion driven. Okay, so you're saying it's dark side magic, though. Um, it, it's a dark side ability set. So, like, you don't okay. see any of the, the light Jedis choke people out. Darth Vader chokes people out. Luke does. Um, he he doesn't choke out to kill, though. And, yeah. and Baby Yoda tried to kill. Yeah. You know? He doesn't know his own strength yet. He's Correct. still figuring it out. You know? right. So, I mean, there's that Just aspect, which is totally a whole thing. Um. So, anyways, let's get back to the episode then, because I mean, what no, I want to see happen is, woo! <laughs> yeah, okay. I want I want the left field to come out of a yeah. shock surprise. Like, yeah, I want to see a baseball game with like 
15 football players tackling everybody out of left field without right. any reason. Like, what just happened? Like, that's not how this game is played. Doesn't matter. You're on the ground. Shut the fuck up. You know, you're going to love The Witcher. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but anyway, so we're back to the planet arrival. No, no. Yeah. So they get, they get there, they arrive, they have the whole, uh, little standoffish thing and, um, right, everybody sizes everybody. Yeah. Up. And then he gets yep. to that point where he's like, you know, um, blah, 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 Can't you know, fire. what could go wrong? And then Chronicles Riddick happens. <laughs> Literally. Or no, uh, it's not Riddick. Uh, Riddick, it's the previous one. Uh, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Mm. Pitch Black happens. And it's like, yeah. shit you can't see is attacking everybody that flies yeah. in the air. And it was very Pitch Blackish. Yeah. Yeah. Mando again. Mm hmm. Gets his butt kicked. Yes, I noticed that. I'm like, right? Every time. It's, you know, worst it's, bounty hunter ever. But then he's randomly a badass against so, droids. So what uh, is this? He's Jack Sparrow. <laughs> he's Jar Jar. And Jack Sparrow. <laughs> so he's more Jar Jar than he is. Well, Jack but whenever he so likes Bill Burr throwing the whole Jar Jar reference out at him. Yeah, no, I get you. But, that's closer. But than... when he murked the droids, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and like. But yeah, Jack never really gets his butt kicked. No, mm -hmm. no, he's I'm got trying luck to help, on I'm this trying side. to help Mando out, man. He, if he didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. Man. Yeah, yeah, dude, for it's, real. It's a hard knock life. So, <laughs> so those pterodactyl things were awesome. Yeah, I actually liked that part. I thought the cinematography was really cool. You know, because oh. it was dark and crazy and whatever, and they yeah. couldn't see what was happening. Um, and Mando's too late on the flamethrower. Again, so before he's using it to Flame burn off. people down in, in the hallways, and like now he's like, "Oh, I can't see shit. Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Let three more people get attacked, and then I'll check and see if I got a light of some kind." Bro, throw the flamethrower, bro! Like, come on. You literally have liquid candle. Yeah, like, come on, man. But uh, you know, it, it was definitely fortuitous that uh, people are getting kind of taken down in that point, which is good. It kind of helped thin the squad. Um, and it, so, then the light side of Baby Yoda shows up, well, and Carl he goes, Weathers gets injured. Yeah, yeah, right. and he yeah. gets poisoned, he not gets just injured, injured through yeah. the bite. Yeah. Right. So then little Baby Yoda comes up, and he force heals. Force heals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the first time we've actually seen hmm. flesh mm, regeneration. Regenerate. Mm -hmm. regenerate. Yeah, that was a really interesting part, though. I don't know. Um, I think that. I think that was kind of the, um, you know, flip back versus the dark side, showing that he's kind of in the middle right now, you know, because he's willing to attack, you know, if he feels something's out of place or if he feels somebody's hurt. He's, he's very empathic is what it's showing right now. Sure. Well, and I think that that's what you're really dealing with is they're trying to show that mm -hmm. this immature, right, very powerful child without direction the utter chaos that the force can bring. Yeah, I agree with that. Whenever it's not guided properly. Mm -hmm. And even though, I mean, Quill makes the comment of, I've heard of this and it makes more sense mm -hmm. now that I've seen it. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's saying that he understands, but there's still like one of the big things that's up in debate right now is how many people are aware and actually believe mm -hmm. that the Jedi do what the Jedi do. Well, that's the uh, thing is that, um, and in a lot the of the older, universe. yeah, they, a lot of them, they call it religion, you know, and it's sure. obviously not a religion. It's a way of life. It's Buddhism versus Christianity. Well, that's right. You know, tomato, tomato, you well, know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's whatever people consider. It's the path they live 
in order to attain godliness or sure. or full maturity, whatever it is that right, right. you're looking at. So technically that's what that's called just religion wise. Yeah. yeah. But um so what it is is there are a lot of people and, and that's kind of where he takes into the judeo christianity mm-hmm. where a lot of people in america know a lot about the bible sure he said a lot <laughs> a lot of people know about jesus yes they they know 100%. that jesus is the son of god yes 100%. Okay. whether or not they know that second kings and second chronicles tell the same story i don't know probably not probably not old testament new testament it's a new covenant no it's the same covenant he just wrote amendments anyways right. moving anyways on. moving on yeah, yeah so um but what it is is wherever they live determines how much exposure they have as to always the force, yeah. right as anything and so that's where mando can be like what in the world's going going on right. and then feels like hmm well you know and, and that's the interesting thing so let's let's jump back to where that was at so we'll, we'll analyze the force on another episode yeah. we'll just do a Sorry. star wars for no you're good so what's interesting so baby yoda heals him right and when he heals him um that's the changing point for dude that's going to double cross and has already been like i'm not on this side the like, miracle leads to transformation yeah all of that kind of stuff yeah. you know um and and that's the uh the, the crutch of you know that rest second half of that episode is that point right there because when they're walking um and uh you know um, completely flip the narrative yeah, he turns yeah. around and shoots it and then revolves his plan and said, you can kill me, but the plan was to kill you, and I'm telling you this now right. because baby shouldn't get hurt. You know, <laughs> and that's that's a good, good episode part right there. Yeah, I, I think that, um, well, I mean, it was a critical swing. It was, it was finally a touch of luck for Mando. For sure. <laughs> right. And it came at a crucial point. Mm-hmm. And so even though he stepped out multiple times and gotten his butt kicked, right. he still went ahead and did what was necessary, even though it wasn't right. a real good outlook. And we'll get to that, mm-hmm. how it's still not a real good outlook right now. But in general, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in general. But um, yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, I will say, though, him turning around and pulling the double pistols out and shooting both sides and, and doing that super fast, mm-hmm. and neither the shock trooper or uh, Mando had a chance to react. Before his hands were already up? Yeah. yeah. Was an interesting little thing. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things they always say about, like, um, those who can't teach, <coughs> you know, and it was kind of the same thought that I had for the guy. Like, ah, he's just the Washed guy that up. doles it out and he's, he's done or whatever. Obviously, he's still got some skill. But sure. even then, he didn't manage to kill you know Mando in the ship, and Mando got the best of him. So, how good is he really? Who knows? Uh, Mando's but covered. In is he a good? Is he a good uh, gunslinger? Absolutely. You know, he's definitely he's got that ability. Whether he uses it or not, whole different ball game. I think that was the episode mm-hmm. that Deborah Chow did was gunslinger? gunslinger. That makes sense. I think that's what it was. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, I one, it was awesome that he wielded dual pistols. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's very, very Western. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he was a quick draw. You yes. Know, that, that's a huge right. nod. Um, just, man, it's just, it, it's so good. It reminds me of like the old school Westerns. Like I grew up on like Roy Rogers mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like stuff. Cause my grandma watched that right. when she was a kid. And so she had, all these Zane Gray, mm-hmm. you know, and so every episode didn't necessarily lead up mm-hmm. to the next episode, but throughout the season it worked to a point. Right. And so this is really what I'm seeing in this. Yeah, and yeah. so it's just, I'm really appreciating the, 
intentionality mm-hmm. of less. And then they're just kind of dumping it on here. And I really think this is going to ramp up for season two. Now, I think I don't think we're going to be like Baby Yoda is in danger suspense, but I, God, mean, I hope so. It's, it's <laughs> if they cliffhanger it, I don't think it'll be as good. I, I think, think it needs this resolution. Is the, this is the cliffhanger. I think what this is, is mm-hmm. this is the like you're hoping for the launching pad. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the cliffhanger, I think. Ten days from, or the, yeah, yeah. whenever it's released, uh, next Monday or something. Yeah, it's a week weird. From Monday, something yeah. like that. Um, it'll be the launching pad for season two. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the? Um, you know, obviously he turns around and he does the shots thing. Mando quickly agrees that you know what the best option is. I give up my weapons now, and the best option is I am handcuffed and covered in and taken in and blah blah blah. And it, he's showing wisdom that he hasn't had yet. And, like, he's, to this point, refused to give up weapons, and he's been very hard-headed. He's been very stubborn. But for whatever reason, he's like, yeah, I'll give up my weapon. It's fine. Well, I mean, he just placed a large amount of trust in the people that he brought along. I mean, by bringing them along. Mm -hmm. You're good. It's not going on. Oh. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. (laughs) We got a baby awake. Sorry. All right. So while you go do that, it stinks because she yeah. was having a good thought there. I know. So um, yeah, go ahead, man. What are your thoughts on that? Bring it up for me one more time. So um, him just being so super willing to give up his right. his shit all of a sudden without any real there's no real reason for him to do that because you could hide the pistol on you still you could do all kinds of shit. I think it's the act. Sure. So um, I think what he noticed is what he realized in himself. Mm-hmm. And so like whenever he felt that transformation of where he was no longer worried about himself and just doing the job where he actually took interest in baby Yoda. Right. And he saw the drastic things that it made him do. I think the drastic change in response right from uh Carl Weather's character, I think that in itself broke down all of his because he wanted to trust the guy anyway because that was his closest that was his closest friend before his transformation right mostly i agree with that yeah we don't i mean we don't really know but yeah they're not really friends but they do a lot of business together correct and so he's a familiar point of contact and he's a trusted point of contact because they've been doing business ever since he left whatever presumably Mm -hmm. and so they had that previous relationship and so what this did is he's been wanting to trust this guy the Mm -hmm. whole time. Right. And so now what it is, is he's just finally able to do it without getting his butt kicked. Because every time he had done it previously... Yeah, somebody... Yeah. So let's get forward a little bit then, is that obviously they they get into the um, cantina or whatever it is. The compound, whatever it is. No, I think it's a cantina in the middle of the city, because it's it's where the... uh, Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, because there is a bar there. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're right. It's where the kid... mm Mm-hmm. Where the kid was. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, not just that, but that's where the Bounty Hunters Guild was meeting before anyways. Right, right, right. So here's the thing that I was thinking about that... Hopefully the next episode plays into this one. We don't know what happened to the rest of the Mandalorians, right? <laughs> so they were on that, and that's where that OK Corral shootout was. Correct. So what ends up happening is he gets in there, they get sat down or whatever, um, and um, I don't think we have a name for the the bad guy, but the the German guy. Um, 
he might have a name. I don't know what it is. I think he called him like Eel or something. Sure. Like, it was Imp. Maybe it was the Imp. Uh, maybe. I think that was just a reference to the Empire. But um, so he gets up and, and um, you know, he has to take a phone call all of a sudden right before things hit, you know, whatever. Right, right. And then obviously all hell breaks loose, right? His guy. Right? Yeah. So <coughs> the Empire or whatever was left of the Empire, the guy above him comes down, murders that dude, just murks him with an entire, you know, shock team. All of his men. Yeah, everybody. Like everybody that was under his command was like yeah. deuce. Yeah, so I mean there's there's clearly um high level interest in this kid, which is, you know, definitely I think I think this next entire season is gonna be based upon um trying to keep the kid away from from high level um ex Empire stuff. So I don't think Baby Yoda would die. I think it would the second season just wouldn't exist unless he's gonna go and like I said, murk everybody. Um, but it was interesting that um, you had that line of the stormtroopers all in black. I don't know what the, the name of them are, but, you know, you had this line of them and it's very much it's a firing squad. You know, it's old school. Like it's a it's a straight out like we're going to murder people firing squad. I think they're kind of like the specialty soldiers. They are. They're, they're special the forces for sure. Yeah. So and we, we see that a little bit in uh Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same. same Whenever suits, they, yeah. yeah, and you used to see the black helmet that had the really long, like, uh, mm-hmm. what was that, a bobsled helmet or something a ski like that. helmet, yeah, yeah. something like that, or the old French knight helmet where it, yeah, yeah, it came it, out, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, so this was more of like you're saying, it looked more like a mm-hmm. special forces ground crew, right? You know, and that was an interesting piece is that the rest of everybody didn't even show up, but they got the order to kill everybody and he, they all just start firing off and going nuts. Yep. You know, you would think, though, um, with as many stormtroopers were out in the streets, that there would have been more forewarning because there were stormtroopers fucking everywhere out on the streets. You remember, there was like 90 of them or something, I think is what he said, um, you know, because they had taken over the city. You know, so biggest plot hole in that entire section was... Okay, so they're just gonna let these these six you know random dudes line up and start firing on the corral, and none of the stormtroopers are trying to respond. Well, I, so I, and this is me kind of reading into it. I really think what ended up happening in the scene is he had his core group of mm-hmm. stormtroopers, right? And they were the ones that were his bodyguards, yeah, the, the one four. that ran the security detail, this, that, and the other, and they pulled in some extras into that room. Like, I think there were somewhere between 12 and There's 20. There's probably something like that, yeah. In, in the room at the time of the shootout. And so, as far as everybody else outside, I don't know if they waited for guard change. And right. that's why everything came out, because those ships just kind of came in nonchalant, mm-hmm. where they unloaded those 90 or whatever extra right, stormtroopers. Right. And so, I don't know if it was like a guard change, and the ones they brought in were from the higher ups, possibly and they replaced the others and yeah. repurposed them already because they weren't close enough to the situation to where they mattered. Yeah, and there wasn't a know. whole lot of info on that for what they could have been, you know, exactly. But yeah, that, that was all kind of left up to speculation. But that's where I was saying is that obviously they were saying you have to move the uh, um, whatever they call the, the bounty hunter uh, guild, not the, it's not the bounty hunter guild, but the uh, um. All the they Mandalorians. Just call it the guild? No, the Mandalorians. Oh, the Mandalorians. Um, the convent, I think, is what they called it. Uh, covent. Yeah, it was something like. I think it was that. like it coven was or coven. convent yeah, or two. It was a coven, I think. Um, so, 
obviously it had to have already or moved compound. or something. Yeah, no, they they had already relocated. That was something that yeah. uh, they had discussed in the mm-hmm. previous. I think that was the second episode. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he said that they had to relocate. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah you guys are gonna have to relocate. This yeah. is the way, right? You know, so yeah, yeah. I, I remember that aspect of it. Yeah. So the thing is, though, you know, if that was the case, you know, why did he not reach out to the rest of the co- or coven? You know, he picked up these random strangers, but if anybody was going to help him, it was going to be his people. And that's that's the other issue that I saw with that entire thing. Like, you know, I'm not saying that there wasn't something we didn't see, and he sent out a message, and was like, hey, we got your message, and, you know, but that would be a plot hole. Like, when the fuck did he send that? Sure. You know, and I really think um, he should have at least reached out and say, hey, listen, um, I have to take this bounty off my head. I'm going to be waging war back there at the uh, OK Corral where we shot out everything. <laughs> um, there's a good chance I'm going to need backup. So anybody willing to come out and help, I'd appreciate it. Right. You know, whatever, whatever. You know, because I think that would have been, if it was me, that would have been a smart move. Yeah, absolutely. That definitely would have been smarter is trying to reach out and see what else is on the planet, you know, other than the obvious trap with your right. buddies that are supposedly meeting up with you and this yeah. and the other. Surprise trap. So I think the Mandalorian point is very intriguing. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm leaning towards. Um, I don't know if he's going to say that he reached out to them or if they're just somewhere around. Right. They didn't actually leave. They just hid underground and did their thing. Right. Like if there was a secondary bunker or whatever, you know, a beta site, right. Anything like that. And so, well, I mean with the, the empire who had betrayed the entire Mandalorian group and now taking over the entire area, there's a good chance that they just, uh, you know, didn't end up, uh, you know, worrying about it or anything like that. Like they did go into hiding or they left the planet. So there is that possibility, you know, but there's enough, um, you know, seated hatred there that like, if he really needed support, that would have been one of the earlier calls because they've already proven themselves for him, even though they're kind of dicks, they've already proven themselves that they're willing to, to step up for him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I get that. Welcome back by the way. Hello. Yes. So, did you want to try to finish your thought? Do you even remember where we were, what we were talking about? Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I had to go snuggle a toddler, so... Oh, so yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so... um, She's been waking up the last two nights. She's been waking up, and she's sad that no one is there. Mm. So, we're talking about how um, all the rest of the Mandalorians aren't um, on the planet anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and with them not being there, there's obviously that gap that he probably should have been like, hey, by the way, I'm going back to this planet. There's a good chance I might need help anybody available to check me out. Um, but instead, yeah, he went so for these random the people. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that it's really hmm. explored, like, the guild and the Mandalorians and how they all fit in. I mean... Not in this. Um, <laughs> there's there's outside information for it, but it's nothing really uh, direct. So the okay. guild and the Mandalorians are two separate things. Right. right. No, I understand that. Right. But weren't there several of them there the last time he was on Mandalorians, the Mandalorians, yeah. There's a lot of Mandalorians. Well, so the Mandalorians were underground there, but they weren't in the guild. 
So right. like they weren't walking okay. around. He was the only one that was walking around in the. Didn't thing. a bunch of them come up though? Yep. Only to protect yeah. him. Yeah. Right. That that was the one time. So I didn't know if they were themselves. also in the guild. No, and no. If they they, were they like shot a the whole guild. A bunch yeah. of them in the mm-hmm. guild, or I don't no, know. So they're all they're all a part of a coven. So kind of right. like in. Um, sure, witches. It's fine. Underworld. Oh, uh, there you go. Like the, the vampires mm-hmm. and the lichens, they have their mm-hmm. own covens. Right. And so they live under a house under one head, and it seems as though they're a matriarch mm-hmm. at this point in time from Pretty the lady much. that does the blacksmithing. Oh, and all yeah, that. yeah, right. So, um, my theory mm-hmm. and where I think we're heading with this is I think we're heading into the Mandalorian War. Hmm. The Mandalorian Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, where you had the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, Empire, you know, I think they established the Empire has already tried to wipe out Mandalorians, and they talked about that previously. So right. I don't know if they're going to be going into the Mandalorian Wars that that already existed, or if they're going to be um, like an uprising. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think I think this is where the Mandalorian becomes extinct. Ooh, mm-hmm. because have you Maybe seen get wiped any out? Mand- have you seen any Mandalorians in the new reboot? Well, they're already uh, scarce as it is, so this is the reboots twenty more years away. No, I know that's what I'm saying, but yeah. have you seen any? No, no. So I haven't either. So I think hmm. this is where the Mandalorian way of life is eradicated. Now, whether or not all the people are wiped yeah, out, right, or everyone decides to lay down their helmets, I think that's where we're headed. Mm. Oh, okay. Ballsy. That's a ballsy claim. I don't it know is. about that one. It, no, That's I'm, almost as hey, ballsy as my my baby hey, Yoda getting killed. Oh no, it is not. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. not even. Cl- yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't think that they planned on Yoda being as popular as he is. That's what I'm saying. So I think they're having to rewrite some of the script. Yeah, no. I'm just to be honest. A hundred percent. Now, if he mercs him, oh, dude. All bets are off. Dude. You'd, All bets are off. Uh, I'm not going to get you to shut up that next week. Oh, no. If that happens, I've been calling it for a while, dude. I hope it happens. I was right. It's like that. I'd be the only person I know of that's like rooting for that. Like I don't know anybody who's on that game other than me. That should tell you something. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, I'm reading into it. That's all I'm saying. So, um, Cantina gets shot up. Right, blad out. Obviously, um, bad dude comes down in the in the Tie Fighter, and you know, kind of stands up. Very, very German weird rising that that happened there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was interesting. Um, But I thought it was cool that they put a drive through window in the cantina <laughs> where you could just like pull up to the bar and hand it outside. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it was almost as cool as being a convertible. But yeah, whenever um, hmm. he, uh, whenever the gentleman exited the plane and came down hmm. and just started barking at him over mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. I mean, like, see, and that's the thing. How did they even know they were in there? Considering that they just fucking unloaded on the inside of that building, like they killed everything other than somehow, you know, I was about to say they managed to not kill get Mando them. Like, in the they did yeah, not touch like. The There's four, like what three, three alive people in there right now? Yeah. Yeah, all on our side. Yeah. Like yeah. well, our side, not your side. <laughs> the good side. I, right. I'm actually I'm I'm a, a neutral bystander hoping for the best You're series hoping possible. For chaos. Yes. Uh I'm neutral, neutral yeah, chaos. chaotic neutral for sure. <laughs> so the uh so there's that. Now, obviously the uh, slide away, take the baby and run thing. So there was one thing I messaged to Wendell, um, who, you know, Wendell, wish you were here, buddy. Um, Miss you, buddy. 
that I really think is an interesting point that we don't know for sure, right? So, um, Baby Yoda and um, Quill Quill are are heading back towards the ship, hauling ass, and they have a huge head start, right? (coughs) And these, um, uh, the other two uh, actual riders on the uh, speedsters speedsters, um, are chasing down and whatever, whatever, whatever. They don't have time, and they don't have, like, the space to catch up. There's just no fucking way with how much distance was already put in there. You know who was at the ship? The fucking droid. Z-droid. Oh. I want to put money the droid murked Quill. I really think that happened. Oh. Because how long was Quill down? How long was that baby down? Um, because the baby wasn't like screaming, wasn't up, anything like that. We don't even know how long that baby was down. We only see baby get picked up. And that droid was the only thing on the ship, and they were close to the ship. I'm going to put the droid fucking uh-huh. took Quill out. Well, and that was how they knew all the things that were happening. I think so. They knew the location. They were able to like tap into him. I think they knew the location of where he was at. I think I, I really, uh-huh. I have that feeling that the droid betrayed Quill. Radio frequency. Yeah, they picked up the signal. Well, we don't, heard... we don't know what they're actually using. Radio frequency is super old school, but yeah. Okay, so what I'm trying to say, whatever communication they used, yeah. The stormtroopers heard the communication. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now you have an entire planet you got to chase down. But yeah, they were like a day and a half away. Yeah. It was probably it was probably a good Man. six hours. Yeah, riding on a thing versus doing a hundred. Yeah. Plus they had been there, and he so, turned around and was hauling ass versus them walking to get so there. How many how many other ships are in the system right now? Sure. So my thought is that they know where their ship is before they even land. They've already Possible. checked mm-hmm. the entire area before they came down. They know that they have these people trapped here. Could it have been the droid? Sure. Um, I don't think that's really likely in being that we see them still running towards the ship mm-hmm. as the speeders are starting to catch them. Sure. And so that's just kind of where I'm at now it would really play into the story and Mando's hating of Mm -hmm. the droids. But Mm -hmm. I think if it would have been the droid, baby Yoda would be dead. I don't think so. I think that, uh, there's a good chance that, you know, there was some interaction there before. Um, cause obviously if Quill saw that happening, um, he would try to respond and do whatever. Maybe he's got a kill switch. Who knows? like, there could be options all day long. Um, you know, but if he's trying to protect the baby and, droid takes him out you know and he responds or whatever you know that could be an easy transition that i could see happening the uh you know the thing is that with the way that it went down we don't know and they were so close to the ship that the droid being there i think would be a fantastic and i think it'd be a really i think it'd be a smart move i think it's a smart move if that's Mm -hmm. what happened it's even even if he's the one that sent the location beacon yeah if he if he turned the beacon on you know that that in itself to me would be enough to prove mando's hatred hatred and disposition for it and so i think that's i think that would be part of it and if Mm -hmm. you're gonna end up killing baby yoda that's a great way to start pissing him off yeah (laughs) and so um 
The issue I have with it, though, is the fact of the animal he was riding mm-hmm. looked like it got hit by a freaking torpedo, not a blazer, not a laser blast. Well, the ship has fucking. No, I understand that, but the ship's still parked. Yeah. Doesn't I thought it had not on the back. It's, no, okay. yeah, I think I think the guns are up front. On well, he one. does have that entire armory, so who knows? No, I, I understand. I mean, it's not that he couldn't have pulled out a bazooka. But yeah, yeah. It, in in the assassin scene, he was very much prone to the pistol. Yeah, and so and he was deadly with it mm-hmm. at hundreds of yards. Right, but he had to be rebuilt. So. No, no, I I understand that. But it, so to me, I think if he's going back to his original programming, or let's say droids have free will. Sure, fair. So maybe that's what this is. So I mean, that I think it's a really cool argument. Yeah, it's interesting. It, I, I don't know how realistic it'll be. But I think that that's definitely intriguing. That's a one layer deeper than I think that uh, anybody gave credit to that episode. That's really honestly possible, you know. And it's the only reason I say it's possible is because there's the only thing that was you know between the ship and uh, and him getting back on it yeah, that we they know sure, of. They sure took off full speed in one direction. Like yeah. they knew where they were going immediately. Yeah. Right. So I like that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, going back up. Yeah. All right. Well, love you. Bye. Another baby awake. So on the flip side of that, so obviously baby Yoda's on the ground and, and the speedster picks it up and he's taking it back. Swoop and scoop. Where do we go? What happens next? So was that baby Yoda? I'm or pretty did, sure it or was. Or did the droid go out there and save baby Yoda and now it's a dummy? Um, probably not. Yeah. I, I think that, um... You know, the interesting part is that Baby Yoda to this point has a pretty good free will getting up, moving around, all that kind of stuff, and he's not at that point. So what happened to him at that point, we don't know. You know, right. obviously there's no information to what actually happened there. Yep. Um, you know, but I... And I love that, by the way. Hmm? The fact that there are no answers. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely wide open right now for speculation. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I think there's I think that point in itself is is really interesting. Um yep. I don't think um I don't think the Empire or whatever the fuck it is right now is going to get Baby Yoda at the end of the next episode. I don't think we're gonna end with a you know, search and rescue for Baby Yoda. Yoda Pyre. Yeah, I don't I don't see that kind of stuff going on, um, you know, if it was going true spaghetti western, the good guy has to win. Come on, you know what I mean. So like, I can't think of a single spaghetti western where the good guy doesn't win. The only, and I mean, I struggle looking back at westerns that don't let the bad guy get his dues. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, let alone the hero succeed by failing. Right, like Mm -hmm. for for him to die, and for Yoda to be saved, baby Yoda to be saved, I think somebody has to take that point. Yeah, and and so I I kind of get a little bit of a uh, was it Big Jake, Mm -hmm. where uh, yep, his name John Wayne, uh, he like goes and rescues his grandson or something like that, right, and it ends up in a big shootout. They end up having the boy in custody, mm-hmm. and it's just Jake against like this entire army, which yeah. is kind of what this is starting to feel like. Yeah, very much so. And so I guess kind of my question for you, knowing where we're at, so mm-hmm. Baby Yoda is in Stormtrooper custody right now. Right. The ship is droided. 
mm-hmm. just got the one droid on it. Yep. Our three team members that are still alive are now locked down, locked down, right? Pinned down, and looking at like, yeah, an one, army one to one to forty odds. Yeah, or one to forty, 40 to ratio. One. Yeah, forty to one ratio. And uh, so, I guess, kind of my question is, what do you see happening in the next episode? Do they ask for their surrender? Do they? go straight out and alamo them i don't see like, them go guns them blazing yeah this isn't 300 that's i don't see that being the thing i don't see them trying to lock it down and trying to to murder everybody right i think especially with quill not responding yeah i think it's going to be a um you know um sos you know save our ship kind of idea um I'm hoping this is where the uh, mandalorians, mandalorians all show up that's kind of and my i think that's too. the only you know that's the only thing that's going to help them actually escape, escape, you know, like they have to have some other methodology. They're too far away from the ship. Um, they're definitely not going to be able to take out the army and steal another ship. Um, they don't know what's going on with baby Yoda. Um, so right. they just know that Quill's not responding. Right. You know, so when you're, when you're looking at all the, uh, the variables right now, yep. There has to be an external factor here right now because if they don't have some kind of external factor, it's game over. Yeah, you're missing a big piece of the puzzle unless it's game over, man. Yeah, you know, and that it I'm could be that. that. You know, I don't think um, that would be excruciatingly disappointing, and I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think Favreau would do that. No, no. Um, I think we're gonna see. So this was called the reckoning. Mm-hmm. <coughs> So I think the next one's going to be something along the lines of salvation, salvation, restoration, yeah. mm-hmm. redemption, yeah, uh, something along those lines. Um, yeah, I was thinking salvation when I was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, I think that um, I here I like the rest of them mm-hmm. kind of like you said. I uh, the most likely antagonist or not antagonist protagonist at this point would be. Um, the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. It just makes the most sense. The only here. thing that makes sense right now. It's the only thing that makes sense right now, unless you know, like what we were talking about, whenever he was doing his Earth jumping or world jumping mm-hmm. and recruiting. If he had a group that was supposed to come later right, on in case right, something like group. this did yeah. happen. <clears throat> so I mean, like you said, we're in a really cool spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of story that came together in one episode. Absolutely. Um, characters mean a lot more than they did last yeah. episode and we actually lost a good guy yeah and in that in <laughs> itself um was kind of surprising you know i'm not saying that um i expected somebody to die in this episode because we talked about it like how it's like the episode nine of game of thrones like something bad usually happens in right. episode nine um, and i was thinking that would happen i didn't think it'd be quill though you know, I was really trying to figure out uh, what that that bad point would be. Right. That never crossed my mind that Quill was going down. So not in a bad way, but like he was he was a you know you took out the mechanic. It's kind of like killing a red shirt with a personality on Star Trek. Um, not that he was you know crazy useful. He was he he built the cradle or whatever, but like. Well, he's you know, the one that we're. You remember whenever we were having the conversation about after the uh, Jawas destroyed mm-hmm. his shirt? Yeah, yeah. He's all of a sudden a badass. Yeah. Well, 
And, Mechanic, at least. Yeah, putting it back together, that was all Quill. Oh, yeah, And he sure. just told him where to put it because he had been a master builder. Right, right, Basically, right. He'd, he'd spent three mm. human lifetimes, I think yeah, he said. Yeah, he says something like and that, so, yeah. so, yeah, I went back whenever I was watching it, and that kind of stuck out in my mind mm-hmm. after you and Wendell's conversation. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I didn't expect that. Read the episode. Ooh, so in comparison to the other ones or just by itself, standalone? So give me give me standalone and then ranking order. Because mm. I know this shook you up. It didn't, yeah, I wouldn't say it shook me up, but it definitely, um, it, it put the series in the right spot. I would actually rate this as the best episode so far. Okay. Um, I don't think it's miles above the others for the best episode, but I definitely think it's currently probably the best. So I guess the real question I want to know is, did this episode elevate the previous episodes? Um, you could have probably packed the previous three episodes still into one, and it wouldn't have elevated it more or less. Okay. Um, it introduced the characters, you know, and you have a little bit more from those characters because of it, but not so much that you couldn't have done in a 10-minute cantina scene. Sure. You know, I so I don't think it really elevated the previous ones, um, but I do think um, this is the first time we are being left without answers that are actually um, following through. You know, because everything else to this point hasn't been like there's no guide or aim to what's going on. You know, like okay, he took a baby. Cool. Right. Okay. It's like randomly throwing darts at a wall. Yeah. And then trying to connect them. Yeah, and that's really what's going on, but. Um, this is the time where there's like, ooh, shit, what's happening next? You know, because like on the previous two, three episodes, I'm like, I wonder what's happening next because there's no rhyme or reason to what's happening right now. Right. Um, and this is the first one that's like, okay, now we need to get the follow-up episode, which is, um, I think, something that the series has been struggling to actually produce is a follow-up, like, I need to watch the next episode now. So in that theory, I give it that that best uh, best of these seasons so far. Now... Overall rating, um, I don't think it breaks a nine for me. I think I'm giving it an eight and a half. That's okay. That's still very, very solid. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so for me, uh, yeah, I'd go ahead and move this to number one over the pilot. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though, for me, the beginning is always special. Yeah, I don't disagree Um, with that, yeah. So, but I think overall plot interaction, and there was a lot more, um, like you said, just plot development and, mm-hmm. and, oh, that's why that happened. Or, oh, this is, okay, so they're doing that. That means that this is where it needs to go. So mm-hmm. I completely understand what you're saying. You're seeing all of these things start to connect and we're heading in one direction. Finally, yeah. <clears throat> so I totally get that. Um you know, I, I'm going to say, uh, as far as rating goes, I'm going to set this right at like a nine, nine and a half. Okay. Um, I'm still not going to give it that nine and a half uh, just because I expected mm-hmm. this to happen. Yeah. Which I'm thrilled about, but at the same time, I expected it to happen. Right, and so I I knew that it was going to come down. I knew that we were probably going to have a cliffhanger going into the last episode. Um, felt like 
the story and everything would have a clearer point from this point on. Right. Um, so it, it seems to be coming together very well. Um, I think that he's going to have a couple surprises for us. Unfortunately for you, I don't think Baby Yoda dies. I don't think so either. But but at the same time, I think we may see him kill somebody. Um, just in cold cold blood. I don't know if it's in cold blood or in protection. I'm, I'm not sure. going to say I'm going to. I'm not going to say it's going to be evil or it's going to be good. I'm just saying it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I see that happening. I really, if if baby if baby Yoda is not still in jeopardy at the end of this next episode, they need to pull some major shit off. Um, right, and that's the entire thing. I think that's like <coughs> if if it's too simple of an ending for this then i'm just gonna be all like okay this is stupid yeah um if they just you know walk out of the cantina hands up and then you know uh get arrested or whatever and baby yoda shows up on the ship and the next season is trying to get baby yoda from the ship i'll be like this was fucking stupid <laughs> you know terrible uh, ending um but if they go out guns blazing and maybe mando dies and now we're following on season two is following baby yoda's journey cool i'm in right you know that would be completely fine too um but I think it needs, I think the season one has to stand alone. I think it has to stand alone. If they if they cliffhanger it, I'm just not going to be happy. Is I, I want season one to have a finale where that can end and we could never have anything more. Right. And, and I think that's what he wants to do. Um, I think they've left us dangling long yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think this is the, we, we felt the setup. So this is the anvil yep. and the hammer's coming down. And so we're going to see the hammer yeah. on the next episode. And like you said, I think it's going to be a complete work. I think it will stand alone on its own, but I mm-hmm. think it'll also spur. Yeah. Additional story forward. Right. When I, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I'm good with that. Um, very excited about the next mm-hmm. episode whenever it comes out. Yeah, I think it's weird dating. I think it's like just before New Year's. And like the 28th or 29th or something. Oh, is it coming out on Saturday or it's, Sunday? I think it might be Friday next week. Okay, so Friday would be the 27th. Yeah, so, so I think it's like it that. It could be the 27th. Yeah. Because, yeah. Anyways. So. But yeah, so. All right, uh, buddy. Next weekend, I will be out of town, but I will be back on Sunday. So okay, we'll try to push we Sunday. we try to do Sunday night. Sounds good. Be down. So uh, may the force be with you. <laughs> Thanks, guys.